Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. What's up, everybody? This is a super special episode of Elite Life Podcast because we reached out to our friends and asked them to help us with a fill-in-the-blank question. So we're going to explore some crazy stories and share some some funny nonsense today. Yeah, this one is really fun. The uh, You text me last week and you're like, well, you might be a realtor if... <laughs> And I was like, yep, been there, done that. Yeah, so what what had happened was <laughs> I was happened? having a what I call a a realtor day. Okay. So I had been I had gone to my mom's just like you told me to to get some focus. And um I worked and worked and worked and then I was like, okay, have to go do some showing, showing, showing. So I went straight from my mom's to show four houses to my my renters who are super awesome, by the way. And um, and then um, I arranged for my girlfriend to pick up um, the girls and take them to church because my girls throw a fit when they miss church, which praise God. Thank you, Lord. Um, so then I was like, okay, I'll get home in time to shove a piece of pizza in my face and change my shirt and go to church and get the girls before, you know, before everything ends. That is not what happened. So I'm on, I'm on the way to church and I look down and I realize... My shirt totally backwards and inside out completely. I was ready to walk into church with a shirt on backwards and inside out because I had had such an amazing day in real estate. (laughs) I have totally um, came home from the office and realized that all day long I wore my shirt back. I had one and it tied and I had, and it was what I had too. And so I had it tied in the front instead of tied in the back. Was that what yours was? Same, same. Of course. It has like this little thing. So like it's all open right here. But like I had an undershirt on, so it's not like my my belly was hanging out, which is why I didn't even realize it. And I, <clears throat> when I did realize it, I, I literally said, thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to realize this before I go into church in front of all the church people with a shirt on backwards. Because I mean, like a lot of them know me. I love our church. It's a super small community. But like the last thing you want to do is going to church looking drunk. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Especially because like... I, My mom, when we would go to church when I was younger, she would always march us up to the front of the church and we'd be in like pew one or two. And all I would sit there thinking was, what does, what does the back of me look like? Like, (laughs) is my tag sticking out? Did I stand up in my skirts and my pants, you know, in my, in your nylons? Like, is my hair messed up? Is it ringing? Because you just, you know everybody's staring at the back of you, right? Like somebody, oh, my friend Alex, he posted memes like, there's these three guys in church and one of them has like his pants stuck up his butt. (laughs) (laughs) So we have totally veered off course, but let's go to the masses. You guys got to weigh in on this podcast. You might be a realtor if. So our friend Missy Lockett said, you might be a realtor if your passenger seat looks like a desk. 
And this is so true. Like when I was go, I got in the car this morning because we have one car for business um, because nobody wants to show up to showings in a mommy van that's (laughs) littered with stuff. So um, I looked over and I was like, accurate, 100%. I I have contracts, clipboards, business cards, pens, and they're not neatly in the little compartments crap's just strewn everywhere because I drive like a crazy person because we live in Michigan and that's okay if you don't know that. Yeah. So funny story. Um, When Trent got his wisdom teeth out the other day, he was like, oh, Dave has a friend that will like come to your house and clean your car and detail your car. So Trent's like, hey, can you have that guy come over and like clean the inside of our cars? And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, please. Because we take Billy in our cars and then we have little puppy prints all over. So like my truck is covered in puppy prints everywhere. So the guy came over and cleaned our cars and then I was going on a run this weekend with Mary and she gets in my car and she's like oh my gosh your car is so spotlessly clean it must be a realtor thing and I thought in my mind like uh no realtors cars it's the opposite like we live in them and can we talk about like you were talking about like starving right if you're a realtor and you don't keep snacks in your console like you need to just have it on your google calendar as a repeating task to refill your snacks and why hasn't somebody come up with a car for us with like a fridge in it yeah they have those called a Bugatti okay (laughs) okay well can we come up with an affordable car with a fridge in it because listen girl be starving driving all day you bring you bring your nice little BMW over to my driveway and your boy Ryan can MacGyver it and he'll have a nice little igloo uh lunchbox that he'll just shove into that glove compartment and you can keep little ices in there and your frozen grapes and everything will be happy oh but our friend Jill said something she goes you might be a realtor if you're used to eating a dashboard dinner with granola bars, trail mix, and crackers for meals going to and from showings. Heck yeah. And I chimed in, and jerky. We all need yes. our protein. And jerky. Meanwhile, I'm like, can I get a French fry that somebody dropped on the floor last week, please? <laughs> I mean, you are so hungry sometimes. You'll eat it. Because especially if like you're going you know, house to house to house, and then they're like, oh, and we want to write an offer. So then you're like, well, there goes some more time. Like Yesterday, I was doing my taxes, and then Andy's son was sick, so I was like, like, oh, I have to go to the office now. And so it was like by the time I had driven, you know, from Down River to Southgate to Livonia, like it's three o'clock and I haven't ate dinner and I'm ready to eat my hand. Like <laughs> I'm down, like whatever it is, if it's an old French hand. fry, like I'm searching around. Do I have a pack of goo from running? Maybe I left in a crevice somewhere. I would like to say there is not a French fry in your car because no. you don't eat those and you don't <laughs> let your children eat those in the car. I know. Angelita was like, we were in my car and she goes, uh, can I have some napkins to uh, wipe my face and I'm like mom doesn't go through drive throughs so there's no napkins in this car <laughs> and you don't you don't have any babies so you don't have baby wipes nope. and let me just throw this in there like if you have not used a baby wipe to clean something other than a baby are you even a parent that's what I want to know <laughs> true that true that so let's see what our other friends said let's see um oops oh shout out to Christina Because this was my favorite one. This is the one I totally lolled at when I read it. If you tell your wife you just have one more call to make and then three calls and after checking your email twice, you finally say I'm done. Oh yeah, for sure. There's there's been times where like I've I've done that to Trent. I do it to the kids all the time. I, I do it to everybody. I'm sure you do too. And I'm like, oh, it'll just be one more second. And it's literally two hours. 
Yep. Two hours later, like, oh, sorry, I had to also write an offer, upload this into the MLS, double check this voicemail, and an offer came in. But guess what? I can buy you two hockey sticks, so it's okay. Right. I do this to Ryan all the time. I'm like, here, hold the baby. I just have one more phone call to make. I'll go in the bedroom, and like an hour and a half later, he's sitting there looking at me. The baby's hungry. The girls have like marker from head to toe, and he's just like, I'm just trying to survive here. You said you would be just one more phone call. I'm like, I was on one phone call, but now we have a new client. So yeah. He's in a fetal position crying. <laughs> no, he's had one more call. It's been 17 hours. Yes. He's such a good sport, though. He's such a good sport. Um, <clears throat> our friend Tom said, you might be a realtor if you get more calls on vacation than the whole previous month combined. Oh, my God. Isn't that how it always happens, always. too? Always. Like, when I was doing that listing training the other day, and I was like, don't don't go don't go away from your process and it happens because you're on vacation and it never fails you're so excited because someone will I get I'll get like a Facebook direct message and I'm like okay number one I'm never gonna remember that I got this because it'll get buried right and I'm like okay I have to respond but like I can't get in this whole conversation because you know I'm sitting by the pool and it's just not the time. So I'm like, yeah, I'll list your house. Be there on Tuesday. <laughs> and then it's like Monday and you're like, oh, crap, I got to list this house. <laughs> and you have forgot all the things. You've done none of the homework. Nope. Oh, yes. Yeah. Always on vacation. That's how it always goes. We had um, we had a period where things were kind of slow. And so I was like, you know what? Let's take a trip to the cabin. We'll go up for four days, you know, things are kind of slow. Our deals are in waiting, you know, holding patterns for appraisals and all of that stuff. So I was like, let's go. And on the four hour drive up, I got I no less than 59 million phone calls, text messages, direct messages, questions about, can I get a section eight rental? Can you please help me find financing? Can you? And, and we really try to make that time our time, whether we're just the two of us or with the family, but like the whole drive up, I'm just like, and Ryan's like, can you please talk to me? Nobody's talking to me and it's a four hour drive. <laughs> um, I am 100% sure I can clearly recall that exact conversation <laughs> between me and Dave when he goes, remember when we used to talk for a six hour road trip and now your face is in your phone. Yep. And I'm like, I know. And I'm sorry. I'll see you when but... we get there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still happening. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I, I love what Deanne wrote to us. She said, you may uh, you might be a realtor if you make your husband shush at the restaurant because the table next to you just started talking about selling their house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bar, the restaurant, church, <laughs> school, hockey. Oh, did, did you say you were thinking about a career in real estate? Because I happen to be a broker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I love it so much. Um, let's see. I like uh, Jamie. Jamie wrote, "If you you might be a real estate agent if you don't know if you're a referee, a therapist, a life coach, financial advisor, or a general contractor, etc." One hundred percent valid. And I feel like that is something that we like in this field. We wear so many hats. Like you are the real estate agent, but you're also helping people through what can be a very emotionally roller coaster type of, you know, transaction situation, especially with buyers right now. Like we submitted two offers and they both got beat out by cash offers. We submitted another offer, but you didn't have a full appraisal gap. Or, you know, you get <clears throat> you get your seller already and then, you know, they unfortunately end up in the hospital with COVID. So like you you do have to be that 
emotional support person, especially if these people are, you know, number one, don't have anyone else or number two are totally new to the game and completely new to it. Yeah. Yeah. I would uh, tell our listeners to go back and listen to the episode you know you shouldn't be a realtor if where we go through like if you're not ready to love on people this is not the place for you because you are 100% right like I said that the other day I was like I feel like 70% of my day is being everybody else's therapist and talking them off the cliff or being their cheerleader or getting excited and I love it um my niece Michaela was talking about I asked her I was like what are you thinking you want to do when you get older like you're pretty young but like have you thought about in your mind she's like I want to be a psychologist and I'm like well you can learn psychology and use that in lots of different jobs you know absolutely because uh, you're going through that right now you have a psych you doing psychology classes and things like that yeah it's so helpful like uh, every term I take a different psychology class because it's super ap- applicable to dealing with your family but dealing with your clients dealing with agents marketing um, marketing scripting like what am I gonna say on the phones um how do I overcome objections how do I build my resilience how do I instill resilience in others because like you said it's a hard market out there so we have to kind of teach our our clients how to be resilient because not everybody was taught that. Some people had were, were blessed to have super great lives and childhoods, and now they're excited to buy their first house, and this is the first time they're going to come up against some sort of adversity. Rejection. And rejection, yeah. <laughs> and and you're, you're the person that's like, well, here's your 17th rejection in two days. And they're like, I quit looking at houses. And you're like, no, 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 no. Like, this is totally normal. Right, absolutely. You're, you're not alone. That's what, I mean, I keep trying to let my buyers know, like, listen, yes, you're you're off. And we, we kept coming in. They, they got accepted finally on this beautiful, like, older home. But like, I was like, you guys aren't alone. You know, we kept coming in second. I'm like, but understand that like, even though it was us versus one other person, there were three to five other people who just like didn't make the make the sec, you know, the final cut to begin with. So um, Jamie was telling us that she I was reading the comments a little further because she said that uh, her client's family was trying to talk her out of buying a house. And I'm like, it's and, and this is where like, you know, part of the psychology and the support comes in is is especially with first time home buyers, if they have people in their lives who have bought a house, sold a house, they're going to be getting all of this, you know, advice, you know, and it's loving advice, mm-hmm. guidance, you know, you shouldn't buy a house right now because of XYZ or you should totally do this because of ABC. And the buyer experience for everybody is different. Just like, like I, this is the story I use. <clears throat> when I went wedding dress shopping, I'd been engaged for six days, but I knew I was going to marry him on our fourth date, so it didn't matter. So um, we, uh, I was with my mom and his mom, Mary, and we go, went to this local um, boutique. Shout out to Rosebuds in Waterford. If you need a prom dress, a uh, wedding dress, any kind of fancy nonsense, you can go there and see Rose, and she's amazing. So we went in there, and I saw this dress in the window, and I tried it on. Very first dress. I said, this is it. I'm done. And my mom's like, you are not going to uh, jip me out of wedding dress shopping because you fell in love with the very first dress you put on. (laughs) 18 dresses later, I still picked the very first dress I put on, right? The same goes for buying a house. If you walk into your very first house that you see and you are in love, 
buy that house. Yeah, and um, don't look at 18 more because that first one will not be there anymore. No, nope. <laughs> so so just trust your gut, trust your instincts, and ev- just take everybody's advice with a grain of salt and do your thing because it's different for everybody. Yeah, I actually um, make sure that, especially with first-time homebuyers and especially with my younger clients, but with all of them, like I tell them, like, listen, throughout this process, there's going to be so many family and friends who want to come along and support you and love on you and share with you. And I want your response to them to be, thank you so much for looking out for me, for sharing this with me. I appreciate it. And then I want you to call me and go through it with me. And I will tell you if that is valid or relevant for your specific situation, your specific goals, your specific market that you are looking in right. today. Yes. Because like you said, even if those people bought a house three months ago, that is different from what's happening today. And if your dad got a conventional loan with 40% down and you're doing an FHA Mishta loan with nothing down, you're going to have different timetables, different offer. You know, you might have to have write more offers and, and especially like stuff they find in the media. I'm like, listen, things are going to freak you out that you see on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and on the news. What I want you to remember is I had a client the other day and she's like, listen, I want to be really honest with you. Like I am getting very scared to buy a home right now due to the climate and the world because of the Russia and Ukraine things and, um, you know, in and out of COVID and yada, yada, yada. And I said, I completely 100% understand that. Things are scary when the news starts talking about war and gas prices rising and and all of these things, right? But some things that remain true all the time. Number one, you you need a house to to live in, right? Like <laughs> right. you need a roof over your head, no matter what, no matter what is going on in this world, you will need a roof over your head. Number two. You can't stay in the home that you're in because the home that she's in um, and an older gentleman owns it that's probably going to pass away soon. Like he's like almost 100. Okay. So like in the next probably five years, unless he lives well over 100, this is going to be a factor that she has to move. Yeah. Next, interest rates are rising. They're, they, every single day, the rates are going up. So the longer that you wait, it's like taking one, one time my stepdad gave me an example with my car. I lease cars and he's like, every time you're driving down the road, throw a quarter out the window every mile. That's what's happening now that you're over mileage. You're throwing a quarter out the window for every mile that you drive. So the longer you wait to buy a house today, it's like taking a $5 bill and just throwing it out your window. Five bucks, throw it out your window. Five bucks, throw it out your window. The longer you wait, the higher the interest rate goes, the higher your payment's going for the same house. And values are still rising. So again, double whammy, values going up, rates are rising. Now, we have people, she's like, well, what if I just wait until this, this foreclosure thing happens? I'm like, okay, great, valid question. So what happens when we sell foreclosed homes, and I know this because I was in real estate during all of the foreclosures, all of the short sales, all of the moratoriums. Well, if I'm getting kicked out of my house, guess what? I ain't taking care of it. I might even be mad and I might punch holes in the walls and leave it trashed or take everything that's in it and strip it down. So you can wait till prices go down in say 10 years, but then you're getting crappy houses. (laughs) 
right now people know I want to sell for the maximum amount of money. So they're making their houses as nice as possible. So if you're the type of person that wants a, a move-in ready home, you need to do it now because it's not getting cheaper. And then last but definitely not least, right now it is less expensive to purchase a home, a three-bedroom home with a basement and a garage is less expensive than to rent a two-bedroom uh, apartment. Ooh, preach. Yeah. Two-bedroom apartment is more expensive right now in every city in Wayne and Oakland County than an actual home is to buy. This is what Frenchies do. They, they bury themselves. Okay, so for all of you listening... And not watching, <laughs> Trisha's dog just basically bogarted her lap and the blanket. Uh, we were concerned there for a minute that she would have something to say, but she looks like she's going to take a nap. Yeah, no, she'll just sleep right under the blanket like she can't even breathe. All right, last one. Our friend Jill says, you might be a realtor if you plan a vacation and the days right before you have to leave, all of your clients need to see houses right now. Oh, yeah. So another funny story. I guess this is the podcast of stories. Yesterday when I went to CrossFit, um, I was like finishing up my workout and Kristen, um, who was on one of our episodes, go check out Kristen's show prize episode. It is amazing how to brand yourself and increase your clients and conversion. So she was at the CrossFit gym that I work out at and she comes in and I could see she looked a little not happy. And it's early in the morning. So sometimes we just look that way because it's early and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? And she's like, Oh, like I had this offer that I put in and I kind of didn't know if it would get accepted, but we had another offer that I know will get accepted and I'm leaving for Disney. And my client's like, I want to see these 14 houses. Oh no. And I'm oh, like, no. 14. I'm like, my first question would be like, did they drive by? Because anybody who wants to see 14 houses probably didn't drive by them. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, I mean, like, I can get this offer accepted right now, but they want to see 14 houses. Oh, that's painful. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's totally true. Like, either you're sick or going on vacation. Like, as soon as I got sick with COVID at the beginning of the year, like, all of my buyers wanted to see houses. And I'm like, thank God we have such a great team, right? We do. So I'm like, okay, you know, these are here. Uh, Alexis can show these. Kylie can show these. Kristen can show these. Who's downriver? Pina can show these. And I could, like, divvy them up. But it is so true. Like, as soon as you want to go on vacation, or or you're not feeling good like that's why you need to have a great team for absolutely sure. so if you are thinking of getting into real estate in addition to listening to our other podcast really vet your broker yeah. ask them like hey i'm one person who is gonna help me who can i lean on when i get sick or god forbid something happens you know and you have to leave state for grandma's funeral or you know whatever we live in a really crazy world and life is unpredictable that is true. Um, and I will close the podcast with uh, the unpredictable, crazy world and the media and all of that, like totally gets in your brain. I had a, a dream the other night that murder hornets were back and it was the apocalypse. No, stop. <laughs> and murder hornets were chasing us in swarms. And I was like, what is happening in how the much, world anymore? How much melatonin did you take before? Zero. Zero <laughs> melatonin. But murder hornets were back. Don't feel bad. I was running from a bear last night in my dream. Oh. Oh. Well. And, and on that note, I feel like we're going to wrap it up, right? <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by today. Please share this episode on Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is that you live socially. Um, drop us a comment. Leave us a review because you know that you love us and come back for more next week. Yeah. A little more grit, grace, and real estate. Yay. Yay. That's fine. 
We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy. 